Welcome to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. Coming up. But our jaw is really, really complex and it's got loads of muscles that are above our ears and you know, down our face and along the two main ones on either side, but they've got lots of other muscles as well. And it's a, a complex muscle that is really hard to rest. If you pull a hamstring or something like that, someone says, don't go out running. If you've got TMJ dysfunction or disorder, then you can't relax those muscles and you need to manage it with soft food, with heat and physiotherapy. So the, the massages and the exercises that you do and they're so, so helpful in, in managing that. I'm your host, Danielle Collins, and I'm the world leading face yoga expert, best-selling author of the book, Danielle Collins Face Yoga, and creator of the international teacher training program, the Danielle Collins Face Yoga Method. 17 years ago, I healed myself from chronic illness and I've spent the last 15 years teaching, sharing and serving millions of people in person, on TV and online to help them look and feel the best version of themselves. This podcast is about giving you simple, effective, natural tips and advice and sharing knowledge and insight from industry experts. If you have a friend who you think would enjoy this podcast, please share it on social media as it means so much if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast as it allows more people to feel healthier and happier naturally. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. This is the Face Yoga Expert Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the Face Yoga Expert podcast. This week, my guest is my dentist and it's Dr. Robbie Thompson. He is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the teeth and to the face. So we have such an interesting conversation, which is all about TMJ, teeth grinding. We talk about aesthetic dentistry, also simple natural ways that you can help your teeth to look better and be healthier as well. And we also recorded this as a YouTube video. So watch this space in the coming few weeks because I'll put it up on my YouTube channel as well, The Face Yoga Expert. And if you're not already subscribing to my YouTube channel, make sure you do because every Wednesday and every Saturday I put out a brand new video on face yoga, lots and lots of wellness stuff on there as well. And I'm excited to say that now my new book, The Face Yoga Journal, is available in the UK to order. So you can get this on Amazon. You can get this in any bookstore. I mean, if you wanted to go in somewhere like Waterstones, and even if it's not in there, they can order that in for you. There's lots and lots of online bookstores stocking it now. I've seen it on Double H Smith and lots and lots of other places. But don't worry, if you're outside the UK, you can pre-order and it will be sent to you on the 26th of October. October. So just pre-order on Amazon. And if you have already got your book and you're here in the UK, I'm going to ask my podcast listeners, you guys, a big, big favour if you would write a review on Amazon. Amazon reviews really count for a lot when it comes to being an author. So I would appreciate it with all my heart if you would just take a few minutes to do that for me. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode with Dr. Robbie Thompson. Robbie, thank you for joining me today. How are you? So amazing. So good to see you. Oh, well, I'm excited to have you here. Not only because you're my fantastic dentist, but because you're a a wealth of knowledge when it comes to the teeth. I've got lots of questions about the face for you as well. But what I'd love to start with is just asking you a little bit about why you got into dentistry. Where was your passion? Where did it start? So in school, I was always really good at science. I loved going to see my own dentist. My own dentist was so nice. 
really enjoyed visits to the dentist. And I wasn't sure, like, you know, do I do medicine? Do I do dentistry? Got on so well with my dentist and and I did medical work experience. And I didn't enjoy it as much as, as I thought, you know, which was really disappointing. And I was like, I'll do a couple, you know, I said to my dentist, he was like, come spend a couple of days work experience with me. And I literally just had like the best the best time and that was in the July I applied um, in the October and then the next year went went into dentistry wow um, so yeah it was really good you know was, um, yeah he was such a you know and, and his style of dentistry is something I tried to build into like my own style of dentistry and hopefully you know you and I have seen that and um, it's tr- I tried to make it like a good experience it's no demon dentist you know to coin <laughs> you know to yeah. David Williams book <laughs> um, you know and we try and build a nice rapport so, so yeah, yeah. Well, you certainly do. And I'm quite new to coming to you, actually, because yeah. um, I've used a various dentists mm. in the past. But yeah. your your dental practice was recommended to me by mm. somebody and then I came along to see you. And I mean, yeah. it's been a, a great experience Thank for me. You. And, yeah. you know, actually what I've had in terms of sort of cosmetic dentistry, mm. and I've had my two front teeth obviously done as veneers. Yeah. And then we did some composite bonding, didn't we, mm. either side and just, yeah. just at the bottom. Because um, we were weighing up the sort of Invisalign versus doing that and there's yeah. pros and cons of both really isn't yeah, there yeah yeah definitely why do people sort of pick the invisalign versus going veneers and bonding and, and vice versa what's usually the path that and reason that people go down those paths so there's advantages and disadvantages of both and certainly the invisalign is is good because what that allows us to do is it allows us to move the teeth and move your own teeth to where they need to be and then from there you know you've if you've got the right shape of teeth we can make them look how you want them to look with whitening and things like that. But it takes time and and it's something that you do have to wear. They are so much more discreet than train track races, you know, that, that lots of people had when they were teenagers, but they are still visible and they do take time. And of course, if you've got a busy life, then that can be tricky. If your teeth are, are near enough perfect, but you, you know, you just need a little bit just to, to get them to where they need to be, then a bit of composite bonding, which is where we add white resin to your teeth to change the shape of them and do very little, if any, removal of tooth tissue together, you know, to get them the perfect shape, the perfect colour. That works really well with your teeth. So the type of veneers that I provide isn't the veneers that you see in the media where you're drilling teeth down to pegs, which is, you know, uh, would be more of what we call a crown um, and sometimes is needed. But of course, for cosmetic reasons, we don't tend to provide those type of veneers. We provide veneers where we only remove a very, very small amount of tooth tissue off the front, off the top. And then the veneer is a, um, a bit of ceramic that's made by the laboratory, a ceramist, that glues onto the front of the teeth to give you that shape that you want. We're really lucky with your teeth in that your front two teeth were pushed back so, so we could remove even less of you and conserve more of your tooth tissue to make it as, as healthy for your teeth as we could, um, but also give you a really lovely result. And, yeah. um, and it's so good seeing you today because they look I amazing. I know. Yeah. I'm really excited yeah. about it. Yeah. And as, as everybody watching and listening knows, you know, yeah. I've never gone down any sort of cosmetic route. Yeah. So the only thing, it's funny because I did a podcast yeah. a few months ago talking about five things that might surprise people about yes. me. And one of the yeah. things I said is my two front teeth are actually fake, yeah. <laughs> which is, you know, because everything I do is yeah. so natural. But actually when it comes to the teeth, mm-hmm. it's not like I can do face yoga and change my, you- my, my teeth shape, you know, so actually, Actually, if you want to do something, you have to go slightly down the mm-hmm. cosmetic route. And it's not like I'm doing anything mm-hmm. that's massively invasive or big surgery no. or 
anything like that. But for me, I've really loved the results of it because it still looks really natural. You know, I've not got super gleaming, bright, shiny white teeth that look like they're really sort of fake. You know, they they have a really, really natural look. So, you know, I've been I've been thrilled yeah. by them. Well, that's what we look for. You know, a discussion that we had and, you know, and it was trying to gauge, you know, what you wanted, you know, and, and, and you know, you're all about being natural and, you know, and then and celebrating you know what you know what you have you know so um so keeping it natural is really really important and that we can do sometimes people want things that look more fake or more square and 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 we can work together to give those appearances if people want as well Um, but no i think we've done that you know within the you know within our aims getting you something that looks lovely but unnatural definitely and one of the concerns i had about invisalign Mm -hmm. are was I have always, since I was very little, had slight issues with TMJ. So it's never been a major thing, but I do find I can get a tightness here, you know, more can be prone to headaches. I've got slight sort of asymmetry of the the mouth area, um, and I can find things can get a little bit jammed up. Now, since, of course, I've done face yoga, so particularly since I've been doing a lot of massage of the face and I've worked with the muscles to help them get more symmetry, I don't get any problems. So it's not like I'm suffering day to day through TMJ. But I was just a little bit wary just to make too much changes with something like braces or Invisalign, Mm. just in case that triggered any issues, you know, that I'd had before. And I know that I get a lot of questions actually from people about TMJ. So I would love to ask you a little bit about it. First of all, maybe if you'd like to explain a little bit of what actually TMJ is and then what you see when when your patients come in when it comes to, to TMJ and anything that you recommend for them. Yeah. So, you know, as you say there, and you know, and it's so amazing to, to see the work that you do in terms of face massage and things mm-hmm. like that does really help with TMJ. For those that don't know what TMJ is, TMJ stands for our, our temporomandibular joint. So it's the jaw joint in front of our ears. I'll just mm-hmm. look at the camera yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. you know, to, to do that one. But that's just the joint that slides back and forth on a cartilage disc where our jaw meets our skull. But our jaw is really, really complex and it's got loads of muscles that are above our ears and, you know, down our face and along the two main ones on either side. But they've got lots of other muscles as well. And it's a a complex muscle that is really hard to rest. If you pull a hamstring or something like that, someone says, don't go out running. If you've got TMJ dysfunction or disorder, then you can't relax those muscles and you need to manage it with soft foods, with heat and physiotherapy so the the massages and the exercises that you do and they're so so helpful in, in managing that so much of it we see is because of stress and in the news you know there's, there's there has been a big increase in stress you know when people working from home and their posture because of covid and a big increase in tooth grinding and you know all things that can affect tmj and cause that, that stress it can cause headaches it can cause tenderness of that joint so that's TMJ, and there's lots of things that can be managed. In dental practice, lots of that resolves around, as we say, conservative, you know, measures and, and how that can be managed at home. From there, we can look at little protective guards that are wore at night, and that sort of tries to help you break the habit. And then there's more complex treatments that can be seen with a specialist as well. Fortunately, we didn't need to discuss any yeah, of that in your no, case. No. In terms of how the the jaw joint links back to the Invisalign. Invisalign are little plastic trays that you wear over your teeth and they're over the biting surfaces. They're about a millimetre thick on the top and bottom teeth. So even though it's a really low risk of causing any problems in terms of that jaw joint, 
introducing those little changes in a joint that caused problems for so long that you finally got under control. I totally understand why for you that wasn't the best option because you wanted to keep everything at equilibrium. You know, it's perfectly managed, kept your bite the same, and it was just working around the confines of your mouth and your space that we had without changing too much, keeping it as, as minimally invasive as possible. Absolutely. And it's really interesting. The more I've learned over the years about TMJ, the more I'm able to spot why I suffered from it for so many years. I mean, I think some of it is literally down to how you're born. I mean, sometimes you can be born a certain way and other times it can be gradually as you're a child, things like becoming a mouth mouth breather, Mm. you know, that can affect how Mm. everything is is developing and, and lots and lots of reasons. Stress, as you yeah. say, you know, people sometimes are developing TMJ much later on in life because, like you say, you know, maybe their posture's changing and they're tensing this area. And sometimes they can go into full jaw lock as well, can't they, for oh, people, absolutely. which is, you know, which is just awful and such a shame. Um, but really interesting to know, you know, there are things you can do from a dental point of view, but actually, you know, like facial massage and look at yeah. your posture, and all of that can can really help as well. And I can imagine, actually, even though I didn't go down the route of Invisalign, I can imagine Invisalign in some cases may actually have the effect of aligning things up for people with TMJ. So for some people, maybe it might aggravate it, but other people, I can imagine maybe it would help it. So in terms of looking at the evidence, mm. you know, we, we, we wouldn't necessarily say to people, you know, go for Invisalign because, you, because you've got TMJ. Yeah. Um, so there's no, like, big high-level studies, etc., big study to do and very difficult to record but at the same time having something that fits together and fits together well not having a, a slant or, or, or an overbite you know when you bite together and having something that fits together perfectly yeah. does seem to make sense that it would be more comfortable for your jaw absolutely mm. and something which i get asked a lot about mm. as well is remedies for teeth grinding mm. so i'm often recommending again facial massage mm. relaxation looking at posture um even sort of working on acupressure points mm. around the jaw yeah. and the ear area which all really really help people why do people tend to teeth grind what's the biggest cause of that i think stress mm. so anecdotally i have a big crop of patients that you know will come to see me for the first time or will generally have excellent mouths and will not have a single filling in their head and they'll come to see me you know when they're 19 20 you know maybe a little bit earlier oh, i've got rob i've got all this pain in my jaw and i'm not sure what's happening and you know and i've got my final exam for university in two days time and you say you have a little feel of the joints and they feel knotted you know and they're tender as soon as you touch that muscle and you say your teeth look perfect you're clenching together and you've bruised the little ligaments in which your teeth sit and then you can get that tenderness in the teeth. So stress is a big factor. We tend to say exam time, uh, moving house, going on holiday, and then, you know, there's life events, getting married, getting divorced. You know, they're all big factors in terms of why we'd grind our teeth. Sometimes it is a habit, you know, and some people clench and they move their teeth into a posture. But yeah, they're the, they're the main reasons. But once you find that you do it, it might well be, I know I can grind my teeth when I'm sat in, in Bath rush hour traffic. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> your trigger. Yeah. And then and then I'm aware, oh no, because it's me, I'm grinding yeah. my teeth as I as I'm sat at the lights. And then I stop and then I don't have TNJ problems. Yeah. Mm. Really yeah. interesting. And how can you tell someone's grinding their teeth? Do you look at the back of the teeth and it's literally worn down? Is that usually the biggest indication? Yeah. So yeah. the the third teeth, which are our canine teeth mm-hmm. or our eye teeth, rather than being pointed, mm-hmm. you quite often see those look flattened off where they've been running over 
each other and they're the ones that take the force first. And tooth grinding is, it starts off, you know, as something that can be a little bit uncomfortable, uncomfortable to the jaw, but undiagnosed. Once you grind down your canine teeth, which are like the shock absorber teeth in your mouth, then what it can do is you rather grind on, instead of grinding on your canine teeth, you grind on all of your teeth and they'll all grind over each other. And then you can start knocking fillings out. You can grind down your front teeth and it happens slowly, but surely. And all of a sudden I'm having a chat with somebody in their fifties and their sixties. And they say, Rob, I I don't show any teeth in my smile because they've ground them down to stumps, you know, and they've, you've been embarrassed of their smile. They haven't wanted to go to the dentist, you know, they've ignored it. And now all of a sudden it's so much more difficult to manage, but from a dental point of view and also stopping that habit. Wow. Mm, So it's big. It's mm. really big. It can, yeah. can affect people, I imagine, psychologically as well, you know, because if you're holding that tension, but also if your teeth are literally yeah. ground down, it can really, you know, affect your confidence in everything, Definitely. I imagine. So, yeah, I'm super interested. And also, if people have had fillings, does that affect whether they grind their teeth or not? Or would that make no difference? You know, is it related in any way? Or um, really? As far as I'm aware, you'd be unlikely to grind fillings wouldn't start off the grinding habit it would be something that that you do and you're prone to and then your fillings could knock out because you grind as opposed to the other way around so that's something that we always assess if we're ever going to do like composite bonding or veneers are you a tooth grinder you know is our work going to be safe is it going to last you know we have a look to see those key signs like the flattening of the the teeth which is really important and it can have such a big effect as you say you know on on long-term confidence, yeah. people not wanting to smile. Mm. And you do so much with the face yoga and to help reduce aging. Mm. And, and that helps reduce reduce aging as well, yeah. you know, spotting this early. Yeah, that's, that's really, really interesting. Mm. And does your bite affect TMJ and teeth grinding? Because obviously I've got an overbite, mm. as you know. Some people have an underbite. Some people mm. have a perfect bite, don't yeah, they? Yeah. So do you notice more people with an overbite like myself would be more prone to something like TMJ? As far as I know, I'm not a teeth grinder, mm. am I? I don't no. think I... No, no. I don't, don't think no. I grind my teeth. But definitely prone to the TMJ, although because it's managed, it yeah. doesn't give me doesn't give me issues so asymmetry mm-hmm. you know can you know can be something that affects in terms of your teeth as i said there's not really any high level evidence that we can fall back on and say you know this is a really clear link between the two but it's something that you know that we keep an eye on and, and certainly as you say having a perfect bite certainly sounds like something that would make a lot a lot of sense yeah yeah we know that having a perfect bite means that our teeth are more efficient and there's less wear going into certain bites and they're being worn down at at a more reasonable rate than if all the force was just in a couple couple of areas interesting and something which i've been doing a lot of reading Mm. into recently and i've been speaking to some experts in it is our tongue posture now i don't Mm. know if that's something that you've ever sort of delved into Mm. or you talk to patients about but actually, I've noticed, particularly in, in children, it can be actually a weaker tongue posture can affect the way that their mouth develops, yeah. um, can affect our breathing, can maybe have um, impacts on um, things like TMJ. Yeah. Have you come across this with our, with our sort of tongue posture? Not the tongue no. posture, but what, you're, you know, what you tell me there makes, mm. like, makes a lot of sense yeah. in terms of you know, the, the mouth breathing and the posture and how yeah. things grow. For example, we know that thumb sucking yeah. 
you know, having that thumbnail all the time or the use of a dummy can, um, for prolonged periods, can encourage the growth of the actual jaw um, to have that gap at the front, you know, which is why we're so keen to do a trade of the dummy fairy for youngsters um, or to try and stop the stop sucking thumbs, which of course is so much so if any of your listeners that have, you know, that have got a kid that's sucking their yeah. thumb, um, you know, knows how tricky that can oh, be, know. you know. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I was a thumb sucker and interestingly, whether that affected me getting their Nova bite. Yeah. Um, and I gave both my girls actually a dummy. I didn't want to give them anything, but I gave them dummy because you can actually then take that away at a certain point. Yeah. Um, whereas the thumb is so much more difficult, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. And some children, you know, I know suck their thumbs until much, much later later on in their childhood which can sort of really affect things but another thing I was really sort of just interested in was something that people ask me a lot when it comes to the teeth is where can they just get started to know how they can improve their teeth but just maybe people haven't got a huge amount of money that they Mm -hmm. want to spend on on you know perhaps getting a full teeth of veneers Mm -hmm. or full set of veneers or something like that where would be sort of step number one if someone listening is thinking okay i'd like to boost my confidence a Mm -hmm. little bit i would like to improve my teeth slightly what sort of options do people have so i think the you know the, the 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 starter options is a visit to you know a visit to the hygienist Mm -hmm. you know making sure that your own teeth without doing anything to them look as good as they can be you know making sure that you don't have that stain making sure you don't have that that plaque build up making sure your gums look as healthy as possible and then that's great from both a cosmetics point of view but also a health point of view and so that'd be my my like my number one uh, making sure that health always comes first. And how often to the hygienist do you recommend? It varies from person to person. Okay. Some of our patients would see the hygienist every three months. Mm-hmm. Some of our patients might be once a year, maybe even once every two years. Yeah. Um, so we look at it on a risk-based category. Mm-hmm. So if you if you smoke, you know, if you get a lot of staining, if you've got gum disease, we'd want to see you a lot more frequently than someone that brushes their teeth fantastically well and there's yeah. not a a bit of plaque in sight. Yeah. Um, Don't think I've done hygienist for about two or three yeah, years, yeah, actually. You know, so, you know, Maybe so, I should. Maybe well, this yours is my name to book no, in. No, no, that wasn't, there was no hints there. No hints. Um, gen- so, Daniel, I'm getting your teeth yeah, cleaned. Generally look fantastic. <laughs> From there, you know there's no plaque buildup on your teeth. You know there's no tartar buildup on your teeth. And whitening is a really safe, and whitening done at a dentist, not something that's done in a back street. Yeah. Um, or at the, home. Yes. A lot of people do it at home, yeah, don't they? yeah. But no, whitening down at the dentist is a really safe way of just, you know, having what you've got and, and improving it, you know. And that whitening isn't, you know, it is safe. It, we make bespoke trays to you that fit your teeth perfectly. And the whitening gel is kept on the teeth to make them look as good as they can do. And the costs for that, you know, throughout the country are relatively reasonable compared to full smile makeovers. Composite bonding, again, is something that can just give you little tweaks. And then we work up from there. Brilliant. Mm. That sounds great. My final question is just wanting to know a little bit about how you look after yourself from a wellness point of view. So do you have any sort of wellness routines or fitness routines or anything you do? Because I know you're super busy and you spend a lot of your time looking after other people. So I imagine you have to put some time and effort into looking after 
yourself to look after your stress levels <laughs> and your wellness yeah. as well. So away from work, I actually do a lot of indoor climbing okay. um, during lockdown. One, it became a lot of, you know, outdoor climbing as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I, so I like to do, do climbing. It does mean that my fingers are, are super strong, you know, from yeah. holding those dental instruments and holding those little nooks and crannies. Um, but yeah, that's how I, wow. how I unwind. Um, I think I love the problem solving. Yeah. Of like the wall as well, you know, and seeing seeing how we go. So um, interesting, yeah. similar to dentistry in that way. The problem solving, yeah, exactly. isn't that so interesting? I think, I think yeah. that's why you know why I like it. You know, the yeah. fitness and the problem solving um, together. That's amazing. Mm, that's yeah. super cool. How often yeah. do you do that? So I was doing it, you know, pre pre being a dad, yeah, uh, four times a week. Now slightly less. You know, <laughs> I've only really got time for twice a week now. <laughs> oh, so lovely. Yeah, How old's yeah. your little one? Fifteen months. Fourteen months. Oh wow! Yeah. So still a little boy or girl? Mm, girl. girl. Oh, yeah, little girl. So, um, so yeah, she's doing really well. Somewhat embarrassingly, her mm. top front teeth right. came through after her second teeth. Okay. Yeah. So um So second teeth you mean the side teeth. Yeah, okay. so her side teeth came through yeah, before yeah. her 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 front ones. Yeah. And and I'm looking thinking, I am a dentist, I like, <laughs> I can't have a daughter that's that's you know, that if she if he just doesn't have front teeth, people are gonna think that they are rotten. I had to take them out at fourteen months or something. <laughs> Um, oh, but no, she's all through and she's all back on track. But it just goes to show, you know, it's, you know, I know you've got kids yourself, mm-hmm. don't you? But you read, you know, about all these, you know, baby books and what yeah. should be happening. And, and I'd be really worried, you know, if I was Googling when do the teeth come through. But we know that all kids are different and there'll be non-dental ones that will, you know, that people will be, yeah, my kid did this really late, but we're really early doing that, you know, so. That's the downside about having knowledge about something, because mm. when you have the knowledge, you then start panicking. I mean, I'm like yes. that with my daughters with certain things, yeah. you know, to yeah, do exactly. like health and wellness yeah. and that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you realise sometimes you're putting on your knowledge to them and not just letting them be, yeah. you yeah, know, exactly. so it's like super interesting. Yeah. So if People, of course, that are listening that live in, in mm. Bath, you know, because that's yeah. where, where you and your and your dental mm. practice are, are based. They want to know more about where you are. Do you have a website, Instagram? Can yeah. you share that with everyone? So we're Bath Spa Dentistry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's our practice, practice website. And that provides a little bit more information about us and where we're based. But I've also got a Instagram account. It's Dr. Robbie Thompson. And yeah, feel free if you've ever got any questions to send those across to the into the into the DMs and I can hopefully give you as much advice as I can, um, without being able to, of course, see your map. <laughs> Amazing. Thank yeah. you so no, much, Robbie. You. What an informative chat. Yeah. I really appreciate no, it. It's so lovely to see you. Thank, thank you for having you. me on. Thank you. Thank you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you'd like more information on face yoga or you'd like to become a face yoga teacher, just head to our website, faceyogaexpert.com for more information. If you'd like to do a regular structured daily face yoga program to get the best results, you can either use one of my apps, just search Danielle Collins on your app store, or you can use my book, just search Danielle Collins Face Yoga on Amazon. And thank you for joining me today. And I look forward to seeing you again next time.